Carl Jung has the quote, until you make the con- unconscious conscious, it will keep appearing in your life and you'll call it fate. So if you keep denying what's going on unconsciously, you're never going to be able to manifest anything because that stuff's just going to keep coming up in your life. Welcome to Vibe Up. I'm Kristen. I'm Aisha. We have two guests. I'm Sean. I'm Carrie. So I went down like a rabbit hole because I had so much time in bed (laughs) this week being sick that anything was like entertainment for my mind. So I was laying on my bed. And my cat, my kitten, jumps up and is walking up my legs. And normally when he does that, he'll be coming to, like, kiss me on the head or just cuddle up. And I was so excited to have some attention. And then as he's, like, getting close, he starts to veer off to get off the bed. And so I panicked and I just pet him on the side that he was going towards. Because I thought if I give him love there, I can cut him off and he'll come up and cuddle with me, which is exactly what happened. But then I thought to myself, I just manipulated my cat. Like, I manip- I put a blockage in his life so that he would do what I wanted. And I didn't value him and what he wanted at all. But the end result was still, I got love from him and I gave him love. So does the end justify the means? And, like, the different levels of what classifies manipulation? How- what are the boundaries for you guys and your opinions on what's manipulating somebody? Because I think we all do it. You have to make compromises in a relationship. So there's things you're giving up slightly, even on like a very like microscopic level to be able to work with that individual. So on some level, you're always kind of manipulating. If you think about it, I can't justify that it's technically wrong if you're both receiving love Mm -hmm. as the end factor, as long as neither one of you are preventing the other one from experiencing life to the fullest and keeping them from their path. But who are we to decide what is doing that? Because maybe my cat would have jumped off my bed and gotten way better and more love from a different person in the family. And I didn't consider that. Like, how do I know that my... Well, I mean, I guess there's like, what there's, (laughs) (laughs) There's probably like 10 different pathways of how that event could have taken place. And that's what happened. So I feel like if you look at life, everything's a series of manipulations. In a way, like we're constantly manipulating our own life to achieve what we want to achieve. So if we think of that little action as manipulation, then I feel like manifestation is very similar to manipulation. So where's that boundary, though? I guess if you're hurting someone, I would think. As long as you're operating from a place of love, you're good. Like, that's... It's all about the intention, I think, with anything. Anything in life, yeah. It's not like you chain your cat to your bed and said you're staying here with (laughs) me while I'm sick. Well, I chain him to my house. Like, he can't leave my house. Yeah. He's my property now. But he, for what we know, he seems happy. What about, so cats, whatever, pets, whatever, humans, your children. Like, where is the line when in, when you're parenting and trying to manipulate a behavior of your child? Because you can justify anything comes from a place of love when that's you're a true. parent. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. And it might not be at all. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a hard one for me to answer because I don't have kids. I know. And I feel like when I was a kid, I had so much freedom and it worked in my favor. So that's, I don't know. I was never a kid who had a lot of restriction. Mm. I think even parents that are hurting their kids physically, like spanking and things, I know they're like debatable whether or not that is a good parenting technique, but that's out of love and that's actual physical, can be causing physical harm. Seems very blurry. (laughs) I think, again, it comes down to 
the basics of is the intention good or evil? Because no matter what, like I said earlier, we're always manipulating, we're always manifesting, but what's the intention behind it? And if the parent's intention is all for good, I can't see it being a negative result completely, even if it was like slightly not the best idea. Here's here's my question. Is there a difference between manifesting and manipulating? Like, do you have to have manipulation when you're manifesting? No, I wouldn't say you have to, but it can help. Because with with your cat, like, could you have manifested your cat to come over to you without grabbing him? Could you have almost like let your want go on him coming over and just letting the natural flow of things and your energy allow him to come towards you. But at what point is your action not fueled by your desire? Because like inspired action, that's a whole nother, that's the other part of manifestation that brings things into existence. Sure. And I know that that's probably more related to, it makes you believe it more when you're taking action in that direction, so it can manifest. But I still think that there's action that's going to be taken. And in that moment, that was my reflex. Like, I'm going to pet him. I wasn't thinking on all of those levels until I thought about it afterward. But I did that without thinking I'm trying to manipulate him. Right. Well, then it all comes back down. Like, if you really <clears throat> break down what you did, you your intention was that you wanted to feel the love from your cat, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> While you were sick, which is understandable. And I mean, if you really break it down logically, you know, if you let go of that want, but your but your intention truly was that you wanted to just feel love from from your cat, you ended up loving that moment, right? Yeah. So by doing that, then you accepted, you know, him, and he accepted you in that moment. Otherwise, he would either bit you or left. True. Right. And you I think still and, have an option. <laughs> and, yeah. And exactly. I think this happens with relationships. It happens with friends. It happens with family members. Like. If we don't release on on that intention, our intention could be I, you know, allow them to respond to me with with ease without having any drama, right? But if we get something that goes against that, and we act out in you know fear or anger or pride or or any of or any of of those types of things, then that's when we get the the reaction from the cat where he bites you and he goes in a different direction. Um, so, I mean, you're a perfect example of like, you want to love from the cat. In the moment you let it go because you're sick and he came over and he, he petted you and he gave you love in your moment of need, right? But then when on the human aspect, when we get into different situations, like let's just say we have an argument with a friend, you know, if we don't release that, we might have other feelings or emotions that come up that get in the way of us acting on our true intention, and maybe taking action or saying something that might, that might need to be said, but we don't say it out of you know fear or any of those other emotions that come up. Hmm. So I guess it is good to just reflect and be aware of right. those intentions even after you've taken the actions. And the more, I think, and for me, the more that I reflect, self-reflect and try to stay in the moment as much as possible, it becomes easier. I feel like we should break sure. down manifestation to compare it to manipulation. All right, so, break it down. <laughs> so when you manifest something, you think of what you want, whether it's a goal, an idea, anything. And then you put all of your intention, your emotion, your soul, everything into the feeling, and then you let go of it, right? So how is that not manipulating if you are trying to control what you're about to receive? Yes, you let go of it. 
but at the same time, you still put the intention there. So just like your intention was for your cat to love you, mm-hmm. the intention was still there. And again, the intention I, was just to manipulate the energy of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, the the key the key piece you said was the letting go. Yeah, that's because true. although your because your intention still can be that you want that outcome. So, like for example, when when we do releasing, right? You go through all the things that are getting in your way, right? Like, you know, let's just say you want a, a new car, but you don't have the money for that car. So what are all the things that are getting in your way? Okay, well, I don't have the money. Can you let that go? So you, you let everything go and you get down to your, your base intention. And then you have two outcomes of that base intention. You either give it love, right? Or you decide that you want to go in a different direction. So like in your example, you're still giving that intention love, but, you're, but at the same time, like you're letting it go. And then that's how it's able to manifest. So, for example, like in, in my job in sales, I have this special spot in my calendar. It's like my let go spot where if a client doesn't reach out to me or if a client doesn't get back to me after like five attempts via call and email, I just mentally just let let them go. And it's amazing on my last email when I let them go and I put them in this spot in my calendar where I don't where I know that I will never talk to them or touch them ever again unless they reach out to me. I would say about 60% of the time, there is some type of either a call or an email that I receive as soon as I let them go. And it's it's just amazing. Like I I love them and I'm letting them go, but my love for them is like, I'm okay if they reach out to me and I'm okay if they're not. But in that moment, there's no preference because in my mind, I have a lot of other clients that I can help. Makes Definitely. Sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like that on a larger scale for like my life, I was trying to control so much to make it manifest. Like I wanted so much and I was like planned everything from point A to B, how I would obtain everything. And I kept trying and I kept trying. And of course I was applying to med school, which had a two to 4% admissions rate. And so no matter how good everything looked on paper and how much I controlled the situation, it still wasn't happening. And then it was like the moment I accepted that wasn't my path and I let go of it. The universe literally dropped everything to place me in the exact spot I wanted to be prior. Like the thing I was saying out loud I wanted to manifest just in a completely different... Like I kept saying I want to implement functional medicine. And I kept thinking I had to go through med school to do it. And then the moment I let go of that idea, now I'm working for a company as the account manager implementing functional medicine. But it wasn't how... I originally intended, but it took letting go for that to happen. So again, as much as I manipulated the situation, there still was a greater thing taking me exactly where I wanted, but I had to let go and entrust it to get there. That whole story sounds to me like at the end of the day, the universe was manipulating you. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, like, <laughs> it manipulated you into wanting to manipulate it back. Definitely. So like, I literally like, had gotcha. a full laugh <laughs> yeah. during my meditation the one day when I had this like epiphany that it was me. Like I literally feel like I had a conversation with the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. And it was like, I'm like, why aren't you letting me get where I want to be? And he was like, oh, I've been, I've been, you're the one detouring us. And I was like, uh. Okay. And I started laughing because I'm like, yep, I probably have been the one. And then that moment forward, it was like everything step by step just fell into place. And I was like, wow. That's a great story. Yeah. Anyone else have some manifestation stories? Well, for me, I do a lot of releasing at my work. um, And it's just amazing how things like end up at the end of the month. So we have like a sales quota we have to meet on a monthly basis. And like, like you said, you plan out what the deals that are going to come in, right? And it, it can be demoralizing when a deal that you expect to come in doesn't actually come in. 
And you might lose like two, three, four, five deals that you expect to come in that are pretty sizable in, in, a, in, in the month. But what's amazing is the more that I like release and I let go, my sales go up. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. But then when I actually reflect on it, what's actually happening is I'm releasing on it. And although the results haven't changed, I'm still losing the same amount of deals per month that are dropping off at the end. Clients don't want it, even though from the beginning they were they were a go. But then you get in a situation where it's like two months before the, the month is over. You have someone that just calls in, wants the most expensive retirement plan, and boom, they sign up. And just right there on a the spot, you just made everything back that you that you might have lost. And I found that those clients that that trickle in when you don't when you least expect it are the ones that you actually have the most most gratitude and the most love for because you actually truly have helped someone, and that's the most rewarding part of like the whole thing. I think when I first started learning about the law of attraction, that was definitely something that was happening that I wasn't even noticing was happening. Where it was. I was, I had these goals. I was visualizing. I was knowing that these things were coming. And then eventually I got to a point where I just decided, uh, you know, this week I'm just going to go with the flow and just be like lazy and not put any effort into anything. And it was always right after those weeks that I got whatever it was that I wanted. And you'd think I would like learn that lesson. But for some reason, every time it still happens like that. It's still a process to get to that letting go. I swear every time I travel, that's when I get the best news. And I think it's because I go in a full state of like this flow and just like wherever the universe wants to take me. So that's when the universe is like, oh, well, we're going to surprise you with this and this while you're here. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything. And all of this is falling into place. So I think it takes me to be out of my environment to fully let go. And that's why. But I also wanted to say it's interesting because Alan Watts has this quote he writes in this book, What is Zen, where he says, what does a cat do when it falls out of a tree? It goes completely limb, letting go of every muscle in its body. And that's why it lands on all four feet completely fine. Humans, when they fall out of trees, they tense up. And that's why they break bones and sprain their muscles. So if you look at a cat's well, life, interesting. it kind of shows that letting go is how you land on all four feet. That's almost like how when people are drunk and they get into a, a car accident, yep. the person that usually is, is intoxicated are the ones that survive yep. and the people that they hit are actually the ones that die because they tense up from the accident. Exactly. Thing. Letting go again, essentially. But I also, when I, I also remember that when I first got into Law of Attraction, I realized that manifesting is the best way to manipulate people. Because, like, I, and that sounds really, really awful, but I remember, like, I w- had gone through a crazy breakup, and I still wanted that person, but they weren't the person that I actually wanted, and I remember writing, like, a list, and I was like, I want that person to just become this one, and sure enough, like, a year later, he randomly became everything that was those qualities, and I was like, oh, crap, like, I have more control, and more power over people with this, just, like manifesting them into being who I want them to be. I mean, but then again, where is the line? Where do I draw the line in my mind? Is that okay? Like, is it okay to turn people into completely different people? I don't know if I ever... (laughs) I think I'm too selfish and all my manifestations have been just about myself. (laughs) So, like, it's never been for anyone else. Unless, like, it's they're sick or something and I want to, like, give them good energy. But otherwise, most of my manifestations are, like, personal. (laughs) Self-serving, yeah. yeah. But well, it, that was self-serving. But for okay. him to be who I wanted him to be was self-serving. But yeah, like it's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But, but it's yeah. okay to be selfish. Like, uh, 
a yogi told me, you deserve to be selfish. Like, like your spirituality should be the most selfish thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Like, help help others, be grateful, but don't don't go above your means to help necessarily other people. If you can help in the moment, like, by letting go and you have the means to help someone in that specific situation, help. At the end of the day, it's still your responsibility to be selfish and manifest things for yourself to where you can become the best version uh, and being here on earth. So I've noticed that my coping mechanism when dealing with people that I have issues with, if maybe they are mad at me or are mean to me or whatever, when I start thinking about what I could do to change them or what I can do to make the situ- resolve the situation, I immediately now go to... I'm going to give them everything they're not giving me right now and go out of my way to shower them with love because I know that I'm not feeling appreciated. I'm not feeling loved. So in turn, I'm going to give that to them because hopefully that will inspire them. So that even is manipulation, but at least it's like a healthy way to manifest something is to really... Healthy way to handle the problem too. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It always (laughs) resolves. If I go above and beyond to kill them with kindness, literally, and I don't just mean like faking it and being like... (laughs) hi like nice on the surface i really genuinely dig deep about what i appreciate about that person and make it known in uh in the release class that kristen and i uh, do there was like one event where you basically yell to the person and all you have to do just is like tell them like i love you it's a practical version of what you're just saying like just shower them with love no matter what they're feeding you and i've used this with friends i've used this with like my family members and it's amazing when you like come from that frame of mind, how many people you recognize on a daily basis that like actually bother you. Like people that, and people, places, things that I never thought would bother me do. And now if, when I give them love, now they don't bother me as much mm-hmm. when I'm actually realizing it. So that's awesome. I did a meditation before. Actually, Zara held the class. She's my friend. Um, it was on a throat chakra meditation. The point was you had to find somebody that you had to tell something to. They did something to you or upset you and you wanted to voice your opinion. So you like meet them in this meditation, you voice your opinion, and then at the end you hug them and you tell them you love them. I thought at the time like it felt really like a release, but I was like, did it really work? And I saw the next time I saw that person in person, like all that tension was gone. And we had like the first real conversation we had in like two years and we've been great ever since. And it's just so weird. It took just the release to happen on some plane or some level. But the um, I wanted to bring this to you guys. The, the biggest biggest problem that I see with like most people that I talk with is they like believe in the law of attraction, right? They believe in um, bettering themselves. They believe in like professional development, and they might do all the right things, but things aren't actually happening for them. So would you guys have any yeah. thoughts on that? <laughs> so the main thing that I see about that is the subconscious mind. Like you, people forget that their subconscious is where things are manifesting from. So as much as on a conscious level you say, I have this, I want this, like you're not actually believing you can have it because there's so many subconscious restrictions and so much conditioning that you need to really go inward and see where you're being held back. And a lot of people don't do that. They just see... Okay, positive affirmations, I'll just do that and that'll be what'll get me there. They don't actually deeply believe it. And it's about the belief and vibrating in alignment with that belief, not just on the conscious level, but... In regards to what you said, like, um, I keep bringing up quotes, and sorry guys, but uh, <laughs> Carl Jung has the quote, until you make the con- unconscious conscious, it will keep appearing in your life and you'll call it fate. So if you keep 
denying what's going on and consciously you're never going to be able to manifest anything because that stuff's just going to keep coming up in your life. But on a more personal level with that, at 30 for some reason, everything I ever manifested, like even back from when I was six, all this stuff happened at the same year. Like things I was manifesting throughout my whole life just for some reason, just a switch went off and back-to-back events were occurring. Like, even, like, meeting, like, my favorite artist to, like, having my favorite flowers in my backyard of, like, the house I bought. Just, like, stuff I didn't even know I put out an intention of years ago until I saw it in front of me. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. I was meant, like, I had pictures of tree houses all over my bedroom in Doylestown. And then as soon as I moved to my house, everybody's like, you know, this is, like, a tree house, right? And I'm like, that's so weird. I didn't even think about this. Like, I ended up exactly with what I was doing, but it took, like, it didn't happen when I was manifesting it. It happened once I consciously or unconsciously reached a state in life where it eventually was, like, pouring out good. Maybe I, like, healed something in myself, and then all of a sudden the universe was like, all right, now all this is lining up to happen. I don't know, but. Can you say the quote again? Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will keep appearing in your life, and you will call it fate. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. (laughs) A lot of people glorify the process of that or they assume that it's easier. But letting go of things and truly letting go of things is one of the hardest things. (laughs) Because they just get buried deeper and buried deeper and buried deeper. Like you, even if you think that you're doing it, you realize 10 years later that you're not. And it's just... You have to just keep digging and uncover everything and not be afraid to allow your mind to see yourself as ugly sometimes. Yeah. Like, because there are definitely parts of yourself that need healing and need attention that you're denying on a regular basis even exist. And you have to be willing to look at the judgments that you have of other people around you and turn that in on yourself and ask yourself how you're the problem. Because you, those are going to be the darkest things, the ones that are most hidden. The uh, the biggest thing for me when uh, I started with this, you know, whole law of attraction, letting go, was there's a very fine line between letting go and then apathy. Because you can think that you're letting something go, but really you're using apathy as a way to suppress that situation or feeling. And I did that with some of my real estate deals that I was uh, that I was involved in, where I was learning the practical uh, way to release. But really what I was doing, because it didn't, maybe I wasn't, you know, as spiritual as I am now, I was really just kind of being apathetic and just kind of letting it go. But my intention behind letting go was it'll just work itself out without taking any action on it. So now I let go, but I have little teeth in my intention to where what I intend and what I give love to now is more about an actionable intention. You know, so instead of just, oh, they'll figure it out to... Yeah, they're going to figure it out, but it's going to be done in three weeks. I kind of frame it up a little bit differently. And I think that's the, when people first get started in this whole law of attraction and releasing realm and letting things go, they can get stuck in that trap. And apathy is one of the lowest levels. It's almost the exact opposite of, of peace and truly letting go in love. I definitely agree. I had a friend tell me one time, and it still makes me laugh, but she said she read in a book that if you cry for people, it will help you energetically manifest more in your life. And I remember when she told me that. I'm like, that's such a weird statement. But I guess because it makes you feel to the depths of yourself once you feel for somebody else, like your mirror neurons are working when you like feel for someone else. So you're probably releasing some form in yourself as well. I like what you said about the the crying thing. Yeah. Because I've probably cried more in this past year than I have my entire life. So for those guys out there that are listening, like it's okay to cry as a dude. 
But I, I noticed that as when I first started letting go, I mostly didn't have any feelings. But then the more that I go, the more this like stuff starts coming up, and then you have to you know keep you know going layer by layer and peeling it up. When you do, if you have suppressed feelings or energies inside, like or sadness, like it will come up, and you will feel it. And there's two ways that you can, you know, release it. You can put it, push it back down, or you can let it go. And sometimes it makes you like blow your freaking eyes out. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm on a better track now because, although you know, as a guy, it's like you know, uncool to to cry. Like I know as I'm pulling pulling this stuff up, yeah, like I'm crying. And but it's it's good. Like it's helping peel back my layers and it's letting go. Letting go. <laughs> I also think it was funny because um, Alyssa was saying to me, she was making fun of me because I said, sometimes, like, if I'm sad, I love to watch, like, a sad movie, get even sadder, think about all the saddest things, and just oh, yeah. keep crying. Because like, you feel so light. Yeah, absolutely. Like Do music, all yeah. of the sad Look things. Look through, like, your memory bin, yeah. like, some stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. But you then, like, you have the opportunity to empathetically connect with everybody. Because there are definitely times when I'm, like, not in an emotional frame of mind that I have not, I feel nothing for other people that are hurting. Like, hmm. it's just not there. But when I'm sad, I take full advantage of it. <laughs> it's funny. I have the opposite problem my whole life. I feel like I felt everything. So I've had to actually train myself to stop feeling things. So it was like the opposite reaction. Yeah, you, like you're like trying experiment. to learn emotions. I'm like, all right, that's, that's yeah, I'm like, yet. I'm like the inverse that's of that. <laughs> like, I feel like I have to work to feel the emotions and like to oh yeah i empathize but i have to actively like feel and it's sometimes harder for me to like open up my heart and just feel emotion so you know it, for you i'm like the inverse of i guess maybe that's just maybe a, a dude thing like, no, well, that's me too i don't know <laughs> i mean i've been this way my whole life when i was younger i was so sensitive to everything because i could feel everything and as i got older i can still feel everything but i've literally had to learn how to like put up a barrier so I don't all the time because it was almost like that energy used to consume me. It took my entire 20s to learn how to build that barrier so I could like focus on myself. Right. Like almost like building up a selfishness protect me in a weird way. But it's good, but I still can tap into it. Like when somebody's off in the room I and it's stronger than everybody else's energy, I can still pick it up right away and I'm like, oh God. I'm like, okay, definitely know something's going on here. It's going over my barrier. But yeah. <laughs> I forget what happened this week, but I was so proud of myself because I think there were two two things that happened where immediately when it happened, like when somebody said something that hurt me, I cried. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I it used to take so long, like I would have to watch entire TV shows and get attached to the characters and have sad things happen to them to actually feel anything that was happening in my life. And then when the sad thing happened on TV, I could think about the sad things in my life. <laughs> but... Like now, I, I, the fact that I was like shocked, what? like I cried on time. I did not repress it. I did not like just That's not good. feel it. I didn't have to watch something to make me sad to cry about it. Like it happened. And I was like, I'm growing. Like this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why you always attract cancers. Because, like, you've been trying to, like, understand emotion your whole life. Yeah. (laughs) Which is me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're the sign of emotions. Yeah. You feel everything. Yeah. Can always tell a cancer because I notice it in them right away. I'm like, all right, cancer's in the room. (laughs) But maybe that's why I attract so much fire energy. 
to like kind of <laughs> Stop suppress feeling. all the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> or channel it into creative energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you're using. And you can also find us on Instagram at Vibe Up the Podcast and on Twitter at Vibe Up Podcast. Thank you. Have a good night.